All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Median and The Message. My name is Steve. And this is Jesse. And uh, today we're gonna we have an interesting subject that we want to talk to uh, talk a little bit about. Um, and that subject is the musical Hamilton that seems to be just be absolutely everywhere right now. Um, now I have a, a little bit of a background in theater. I did theater both from an acting and a, a tech side all through high school, uh, and then in college that was uh, the first thing I majored in before I, I ended up changing majors at, towards the end. Um, and so I have a bit of a background there and you have a background in theater as well. What's your background? So my mother is a choreographer director, so I kind of grew up doing theater my whole life. Um, I also did theater all through high school on both the tech side and the stage side. And then I majored in theater. So one of my two BAs is in theater. Okay. Yeah. So, so I think we both come to this with a a bit of a, already a, a lot of appreciation for theater and especially musical theater and its style and, um, and the way, the way that it works. Um, but then, you know, and, but we're sort of used to certain types of plays, right? We're used to Rodgers and Hammerstein, right? We're used to, you know, musicals kind of mean a thing. And then comes Hamilton. And so Hamilton is this musical, just a little bit of, if you don't know what it is, um, it's written by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. So it's it's based on a 2004 biography of Alexander Hamilton written by uh, Ron Chernow. So basically... Um, Lin-Manuel was, he previously wrote this other musical called In the Heights, which was a story of uh, Dominican-American neighborhood in New York City. And that one, or that had a lot of acclaim. It itself won four, uh, four Tonys and also a Grammy for Best Musical Album. And he was on vacation from doing the show. And in an airport, he happened to pick up this biography of Alexander Hamilton. He started reading it on the play, on the plane, and it just kind of clicked in his head to turn it into a musical, but not just to turn it into a musical, to turn it into a musical where all the music for it was uh, essentially hip hop, was was based around hip hop music and uh, and culture. Um, so Hamilton made its debut, its off-Broadway debut in 2015 in February, um, and from day one it was sold out, and then it was moved to Broadway and actually had, um, when they did pre-sales, it had some, several million dollars in pre-sale tickets before it even opened on Broadway. And it's, you know, it's the story of Alexander Hamilton. So he was an orphan from the Caribbean, came over to America at 17. He was one of the founding fathers, um, fought in the fought in the Revolutionary War, and then went on to be Secretary of State. Um, and uh, I don't know, what did you, you've listened to it a few times. Yeah. What did you think about it? I, it reminded me of the first time I saw, I heard Rent. And like, Rent was that first musical that was so different from Mm -hmm. everything that we had been raised on. And, and, you know, in our house, we had everything from Rodgers and Hammerstein to um, Jesus Christ Superstar. And Mm -hmm. my mom directed Godspell several times. Mm -hmm. And we were acquainted with Pippin and stuff. So we had some of that rock opera kind of dynamic and Tommy. Yeah. Um, But it's... It's unique. It's got that unique thing that just pulls you in in a way that anything you had had before isn't. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I've seen Jelly's Last Jam. I've seen some of the more black culture musicals, mm-hmm. but this is this is different. This yeah. is that retelling of something in in contemporary guise. But yet also connecting with this history and and it gives this multi-layered 
sense. It's like listening. It's like listening or reading Salman Rushdie novels Mm -hmm. where there's six different layers. And if you know everything, you know all six layers and you're like, oh my gosh. But even if you know the top two or the top one, there's so much depth in it that it's just like visceral and you just want to keep going back to it. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. you we were just having a conversation right before I turned the microphone on uh, about the whiskey revolution. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And and. and you mentioned this other story about this this whiskey revolution that dealt with Alexander Hamilton, and it just brought me to like one line in one song that references it. And I was like, oh, well, that opens up this entire new world about that conversation that happens. It's the whiskey tax. The whiskey tax. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's um, it's a very unique story. So one of the things, right, is that uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the historical figures that are portrayed are it's the founding fathers it's you know pretty much it's dead white men um but the actors that are chosen to portray the characters um are mostly of hispanic or black descent um and i think that's very important um you know he's talked about it being a way to sort of break down your barriers and come to it with a new like a new fresh light Mm -hmm. um a way to um, like make the story more immediate and more now sure. about using what America looks like now to tell a story of what America looks like back then. Um, but it's, I, yeah, I just find it, I find it to be such an important piece of, of music story, uh, a way of telling it the idea of taking this story, um, and then telling it all through, through just hip hop music. Um, although over the course of the, you know, it starts off really aggressive. Yeah. Really, like, very hip-hop. And then as it goes on, other pieces, especially towards, like, the end of the first act and then through the mm-hmm. second act, become much more musical-esque, much more kind of yeah. what you're used to hearing on Broadway, um, but still with a slightly different style to it. I, was, I had a conversation with my brother, who who's the one who suggested that I listen to it, uh, and he had the album on repeat the first time he heard it, uh-huh. and he finished the album, and then it went back to the beginning, and he didn't recognize the beginning of it because the style had changed so much oh, over like that, that two hours. And he was like, oh, I wonder what this is. And then he looked at his phone, and he was like, oh, wow, it's a, like we're back to the same thing. Um, I don't. Do you want to speak to like the importance of it, or, or like what thoughts does it bring up for you? Sure, I think it's fascinating. Like because of so the first time we listened to it, Leon was working on a paper, my husband, and I was working on something, so we added in the background. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, and he knew that I was listening to it in prep for us talking about this, and he was like. You know, it's funny, like, I can't tell... Some of the characters, I can tell their ethnicity mm-hmm. or have, like, an idea of what their ethnicity is, but there's this fluidness in a lot of the conversation. And I think that's really interesting because if you take out all the ethnic aspects of Hamilton's story, mm-hmm. that he could very well be a black man mm-hmm. or very well be somebody who's mixed, who's coming from his context. And I think that is fascinating to talk about on multiple levels because it really it really makes me think based on all the other readings I've done around race and things like that and reading some of the Harlem Renaissance authors mm-hmm. who talk about um, passing mm-hmm. like 
how many of our founding fathers, how many of the key players in American history are people who are passing? Mm -hmm. How much of Black History Month do we not know about? Because there's this story that can't be told at face value. So Mm -hmm. it has to be told in a coded way. And I think that the idea of coding and the idea of coded stories or backdoor stories where you're talking about contemporary issues through Mm -hmm. ancient history um, is really interesting because it's a way to distance ourselves Mm -hmm. to bring us back to the... And I think that's really powerful form of storytelling. Do you you think that... um... That that's part of the reason why it's uh, exploded so much. I mean, to give a little bit of context there, it, it's hit obviously it's hit number one on the Billboard chart for uh, for musicals, mm. um, but it, it also spent a few weeks number one for best rap album or top rap album on the Billboard chart and number six overall. Like that's for any musical to do that, any yeah. show that's only showing in Broadway right now to do that is. I can think of two other ones that have had songs. On the top, in the top 40s. Yeah. And so it seems like there's a lot of things going on. A, I think it makes a fantastic album by itself sure. without ever seeing it. Because obviously, I mean, neither of us have seen it. Because it hasn't um, gone on a national tour, but it is. Yes, so we'll is. get to see it this yes, year when yeah. it's in LA. Um, but it's also a great way to approach, I think, just like it. I know so much more about history now, yeah. about that part of history that I didn't know before. It's it, like a accessible way to... It's like Schoolhouse Rocks. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm not going to read that 500-page biography, probably. Not you anytime might. soon. Um, but now I feel like, oh, wow, I actually know this character a bit. Uh, clearly, uh, he has done an incredible amount of work putting a lot of detail and a lot of um, accuracy... Right into um, there are parts of this that are direct readings of letters or direct correspondence. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I just um, I, I I was trying to I was earlier today thinking about do, our conversation and trying to think about like what is it about this that has really captured the zeitgeist. The 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 music is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and I was, so is it just the music? Is it just that it's that well written or like where is it that it's transcending this like. The theater world, but obviously a lot of people that just aren't into the theater world are also grasping a hold of it. I mean, I think you definitely had elements of that with Rent, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Rent was on episodes... Songs from Rent were on episodes of VR and yeah. everything. So I think when there's musicals that are really touching with the issues of the day and they have these really well-written... Um, compositions and mm-hmm. lyrics and they're accessible like most people listen to hip-hop most mm-hmm. people listen to something like seasons of love from rent where it's musical and it catches and and they're they're coming they're being created in this space where they're connective on mm-hmm. multiple levels and i think that's what pushes it beyond just musical because there's been musicals that between now and rent that have had some run but really mm-hmm. this is the first musical since rent that's just exploded culturally yeah. and i think rent came about at the tail end of the big scary part of the aids epidemic mm-hmm. and it was human 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 was it was um humanizing mm-hmm. sorry i can't talk it's okay <laughs> i'm not even drinking humanizing and connecting with 
the fears and the concerns and the care and really inviting us into what is this like? What does the community look like? What are the effects broadly in the small community Mm -hmm. of this thing? And I think Hamilton does the same thing in a roundabout way because Mm -hmm. you're talking about the formation of this country that we live in that is so polarized currently. Mm -hmm. And so some pockets are so informed and some pockets are so ill-informed. And there's all of this unknowing. And so you're inviting people back into the origins of that establishment, this thing that we hold as precious and sacred, Mm -hmm. that maybe we hold as precious and sacred too much, Mm -hmm. that we, we don't allow it the flex that it needs. And so this is inviting us back to its origins Mm -hmm. so that we can see that it always needs to be held tightly and loosely. Were there, um, for you, what were the highlights? Like what are the highlights of the, of the production or like what stands out to you? I love all the little things. Like I love when you first meet Hamilton's wife and her sisters Mm -hmm. that they're on the ground and involved and they're like there's little side comments about maybe next time around they'll they'll include women Mm -hmm. so it's this very much aware of what's wasn't said Mm -hmm. and it's it's a refashioning to include broadly i think and i think that and just the the fun aspects like of the characters being these people in their real gritty sense and not the idealized precious iconic mm-hmm. sense but you know they're fucking and fighting and they're in war and they're trying to have relationships and mm-hmm. people make compromises and people choose badly yeah you know it's so much it's so much more dynamic you know versus the most the more rec- the only other recent nash like cultural incarnation of hamilton hamilton we have before this in the in the last 5 years is the drunk history mm. with Michael Sarah's Hamilton, okay, which is hilarious, but it, you know, it's, it's not, it doesn't give you any indications of who this person was. Mm-hmm. And so, and here you get this, like he, you know, he's an immigrant, right? He's an orphan from the very beginning. You yeah. get this, like him saying, I wish there was a war so I could show what I'm really made of. Like he's yeah. scrappy and he, he wants to get into it. He's constantly like, pushing on Washington to uh, to give him some people that he can go fight with. Um, even just the, the repetition of the I'm not throwing away my shot mm-hmm. is, you know, it sort of just kind of like culminates in this is this is who this person is. Like, yeah. I'm going to get it. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to fight for it. Um, why do you write like you're running out of time? Like he just yeah. it, there's you you really get a full sense of the urgency and the the sort of fire and passion in the character. Yeah. Um and I think that that works pretty much the same for even even like the king of England. Like yeah. even that character oh, it's like the in those best, little Britpop sort of It's the best song like yeah. it's the best snarky song since Pilots. Yeah. rant in Jesus Christ Superstar. It's like, like, it's just the best villain song. I'll send a battalion to remind you of my love. Well, and is... it's it's such a... it's It plays on so many levels because, you know, the second time we were listening to it, I'm like, Leon's like, is that, the, is that King George? And I said, yeah, this is a domestic violence song. It is. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like, oh, so this... <laughs> You're writing at levels where you're like, yeah, we're talking about the abuse of one nation versus mm-hmm. another. You're talking about internal abuse and mm-hmm. cycles of abuse. Mm-hmm. 
there's so many things present in that and it was just like and it's the lyrics and it's the style of music itself is kind of referencing uh, referencing that um you get i've i've seen on um uh some people talking about how the three sisters are sort of like a um uh, Destiny's Child, kind of like their style of music, and there's like their songs kind of work in this, in that sort of environment. Um, you really get so many different. Yeah, and it's pulling from different. Like as you say that, I'm like, oh, and it's pulling from different genres of musical theater yes. because some of the military songs remind me so much of the train, the train cargo songs from. Um, Starlight Express, where they're the different trains are showing up for roll call, and mm-hmm. you have the like you have the dick measuring contest happening, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's what all of the army songs sound like are these dick measuring contests. Yeah. And then with the three sisters, you have that Destiny's Child or Dream Girls kind of tie in, and it's and then you have the reference, the pilot reference. And so there's all of these genres of pre-existing musical theaters that you're pulling from to construct this really dynamic piece. Yeah. And then at the at the same time you have for me this the song that that stands out, the one that I keep going back to mm-hmm. over and over again just from a a musical aesthetic. Yeah. The the right-hand man. Yeah. Right? This it just makes in and of itself it's just a fantastic song like i would that's a lot of these songs you kind of have to hear in context right um but that's a piece that i think you could pull out and you can place on any stereo and it just works it's just such a fantastic song uh and it tells a great story and it's it's so intense um uh yeah that's what that's the song that really jumps out at me. Is there is there one for you that you keep going back to? Or is... I keep having the line, um, the what is it? Um, I won't the I won't stop until I get my shot. Oh yeah, and Not that away my shot. Yeah, that line over and over again throughout the whole piece just sticks with me. Mm-hmm. And even as you were describing Hamilton earlier, I'm thinking, oh, Hamilton is like the America. Yeah. Hamilton is the um what's the term? God. Yeah, he is sort of he's anthropomorphized. The, yeah, America. he's the proxy. Yes. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Proxy. <laughs> Good words to know. Um he's the proxy for American culture. Mm-hmm. And like how Yeah, like immigrant orphan cuts himself off from his parents and like has to fight to grow. Moving upwardly mobile, you know, feeling like you're running out of time, Mm -hmm. have to be great, sacrificing everything for the sake of name and legacy and history to a detriment. And it's like, and then you start, like, I was reading through Hamilton and family's Wikipedia pages. Mm -hmm. And, like, you start reading through and you're like, okay, so he died in a duel. Their Mm -hmm. oldest son died in a duel. And you're like, oh, like, these are fascinating points. Mm -hmm. Like, what's happening Mm -hmm. in the psyche that you're, you're giving over to your children, which inevitably, if you're America proxy, like, what psyche have we inherited from the last several generations about who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to look like? And ideas of American exceptionalism and is that even attainable and was that possible and is that what we meant? Mm-hmm. You know, and so many both, things. And and just to add that extra layer to it, right, both die in a duel, not like maliciously fighting, but like trying to do the right thing, quote unquote. Right. In the duel, like raising the pistol to the sky and the other person shooting them. So like 
still going into this like violence, but at the same time like trying to be the bigger person in the violence that ends up right. getting them killed in the end. And it's not like that almost then you look at like America and mm-hmm. like our justifications for our violence. Mm-hmm. And and our justification is this action, but we're actually the person with the gun who's shooting. Yeah. And so there's so many interesting like mm-hmm. you could write doctoral theses on just each individual song yeah. and unpacking all the elements. Yeah, there's there's a lot in there. And and I would definitely recommend if you haven't heard Hamilton um, it's on Spotify. For I'm free. sure it's on It's on everything. YouTube. Yeah. You just have to listen um, to message or commercials. <laughs> they have a fantastic YouTube channel. So they do a thing. If you live in New York, uh, a, a common Broadway practice is <clears throat> before shows, they will raffle off some tickets. So they every night of the show, they raffle off about 25 tickets yeah. for fantastic seats. But most nights, some of the actors actually come out and they do a thing called Ham for Ham. And they'll do a performance on the street because so many people have been showing up for their raffle. So that's a, so and and they've posted a lot of those videos on YouTube. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm sure um, people are shooting that. Uh, and they, they have a channel. They actually just posted a video of them performing with um, them performing Right Hand Man with Weird Al Yankovic on accordion, um, which is so awesome. Which is a, a fantastic video. Um, but yeah, so it's playing in um, it is playing in New York right now in. Let's see. So in September of this year, of 2016, it's moving to Chicago for several weeks. So if you're there, you're lucky. And then next spring, uh, 2017 in March, it's actually going on tour. And it's going to hit San Francisco and L.A. at least. I think Seattle, too. Um, Yeah. Other than that, I'm not really sure. And if you were an actor, you probably want to be listening because they tend to cast national tours. And you don't have to have a background in musical theater. You just show up. At least that's the way they did Mm. it for Rent's original Okay. Um, national tour. Yeah, I, th- go out and listen to it. Um, there's a great, there's a great performance. Um, he's performed in the White House, and he performed uh, the the opening number when it was just kind of like a spoken word piece when he was still working through it. Um, this is the director writer. Yeah, the director writer. Yeah, he he also plays Hamilton. Hamilton in yeah. the in the musical. Um, but it's it's an incredibly I can't get across how important culturally it is, especially for the conversations that we're having right now about yeah. culture, about race, about identity and power uh, and power and politics that we're going mm-hmm. through right now. Just run out, listen to it, buy it. There's a book. There's a, a Hamilton. Um, Broadway book that's coming out with a lot of pictures and that's going to be out I think in April um and yeah that's any last thing you wanted to say about it or um yeah I mean it's been in the milieu for a year Mm -hmm. a year and a half probably I've been hearing about it um and I knew it was good I just needed an incentive to add it onto my plate of Mm -hmm. many mixed things but I think anything like that that's a piece of art that's crossing multiple platforms is worth checking out and engaging with and listening to and it might just be fun and even if it's just fun that's valuable and worth it and the last thing i would say is um a a lot of musicals it's hard to listen to without seeing first um if you because you don't know the whole story you're missing all of these scenes of dialogue in between um this is a it's a longer soundtrack a longer score um, but it, it, most of almost all the dialogue of the show is done in the songs, and I can I, I am moved by the storyline uh, every time I listen to it. <clears throat> I uh, I listened to it earlier this morning, and I teared up and choked up twice. Um, but you totally get every beat of 
frustration and sadness and uh, happiness and everything along with it. You 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 can be as immersed into it as you would going to see the show. And just to top it off, uh, the soundtrack is also produced by Questlove and Black Thought from The Roots, who do a fantastic job. Yeah. So um, that is Hamilton. That's yeah. a little bit of our conversation about Hamilton. And, um, and come back later and check out the next episode. Thank you for listening.